This is your daily energized eating inspiration. Tell me your thoughts about sugar. Actually, tell yourself your thoughts about sugar. When I say sugar, you say, I love it. I'm addicted. It's the best. P.S. It's everywhere in America, and we are probably responsible to the introduction of sugar into almost every format of food in the world. I am so intrigued regularly when I look at my recipes and I'm like, why sugar? Like, why is sugar there? You know, like it'll be like chili. And I'm like, why sugar? Why sugar everywhere? I think we should all be questioning that. Now, the reason this is on my mind, and I actually plan to do a longer podcast episode on this study that my husband sent me. It's always so cute. So I subscribed to the obesity journal that it came out in, and that came out in July. And then my husband sends it to me from Flipboard in October, brand new study out. I'm like, well, it was published months ago, but that's fine. So I say like, I really do tend to be up on this stuff, but I love the way they looked at sugar in this study. It feels very similar to what I did when I first was discovering the diets and was like, what is the best diet out there? Right. And they looked at these unifying themes in diets, and then they looked to see if there's one unifying theme that could be the culprit behind our weight issues. And they proposed fructose. Now, fructose is one form of sugar. There's lots of forms of sugar out there. That's why everybody always gets confused. As like, if I go sugar-free, can I have fruits? If I go sugar-free, can I have sweeteners? If I go sugar-free, can I still have milk? Am I going low carb? Am I going sugar-free? Listen, it gets way confusing. For the purposes of this episode, I just want you to consider it sugar, okay? But they specifically looked at fructose, which is one form of sugar, and they found that that may be the biggest underlying factor. There's a lot of things specific about fructose that I don't want to go into in this short episode today because I just want to plant the little seed for you to think about sugar. There will be a longer episode coming. Do not worry, okay? Because I love the science of this stuff. It like puts my brain on fire. So oftentimes when we first started doing my coaching, when I was helping women find the quote unquote correct diet for them, we would go no flour, no sugar for a couple weeks. Just to kind of like what I considered it was like clear your palate. Like just get all that extra highly processed, hyper palatable food off the table because you really can't eat those kinds of foods without sugar and flour in it. Also, the coach in me knew that really the quote quote unquote coaching diet, by the way, if you see a lot of coaches out there who are telling you like lose weight for the last time or do this or do that, it's really essentially variations of going off sugar and flour because that's kind of what we learned for mindset, meaning those are the most addictive foods. Those, let me put that a different way. They're not like inherently the most addictive foods, but almost all of the most addictive foods out there have sugar and flour in them. So you can't eat them if you go off of that. They're the kinds of foods that are highly processed, right? So that means that they've been broken down from their natural format way down to highly addictive forms that aren't very filling, that make you want more. They combine fats and carbohydrates and sugar and all that together to make you want more. So a lot of my ladies will say, gosh, when I go off sugar, I feel amazing. I love how my body feels when I quit sugar. I love how the scale moves when I quit sugar. And after a while, just feel good off sugar. Yet I'll be honest, very few stick with that. And I think it's because of the complexity of being truly sugar-free in America today. So in our energized eating plan, we're not necessarily sugar-free. 
right? Because I just think it creates an extra level of overwhelm. It's almost like you have to pull yourself out of American culture to truly be sugar-free. There are options out there though that are tremendous. And I think if you really struggle with sugar, it's worth investigating from an energized eating plan standpoint. You see, when I think of sugar in the energized eating plan, it just goes in the rest, right? So when I tell myself that and I go out to a restaurant, I don't have to like 12 times quiz the waiter about what's in the what's in what I'm eating. Right? I know if I go to a store and I buy candy, there's sugar in it, right? But we get so incredibly extreme with our sugar ideas. We're like, well, if I have one bite, then the diet is ruined. Enter the energized eating plan. That's why we're not sugar-free. However, you will hear a lot of my advice. If you hear me talk, most of the time, a lot of the little tweaks that I'm making in things at home have to do with the removal of sugar. A lot of them do. And that's just a natural way that I know I want to live. The problem is our taste buds are very used to sugar in America. We like the taste of sugar. Our brains like sugar and our taste buds like sugar. So it tastes a little different. Case in point, ragu, prego, tomato sauce versus rau, or now they're coming up with like the kettle form of ragu that doesn't have sugar in it. Your mom's tomato sauce versus that. It tastes really sweet. Manwich to me tastes really sweet. So we came up with our own version of Sloppy Joe's, right? Most of the recipes that I look at when I'm tweaking them for my family, I remove the extra sugar because I know there's already enough sugar in it to meet my taste buds. And in fact, now things taste a little sweet pretty regularly to me. We went to McDonald's and of course they've got those new sauces out. Like I don't even know how to pronounce it. Mambo and something sweet and spicy. So it's like, we're going to try them. There's a lot of sweet there. You'll notice it. And I want you to know that like saying things like I can never have sugar feel very difficult, but saying I'm practicing energized eating and resetting your taste buds to where that extra sugar tastes a little sweet is the difference between the rest of your life and being on a diet. And that deserves a mic drop. So if you're looking at sugar-free, I think you can do it for a bit. We did the 40-day sugar fast. That's amazing. It, it would be great to help reset your taste buds, but I just want you to even notice in that you're going to be deciding how much of a sugar fast it is, right? Are you going to go on no sweet sauces? Are you going to go on no sauces because there's sweeteners in it? Are you like, it gets to be a lot. Are you just saying candy? Are you just saying candy and baked goods? Are you saying candy and anything with sugar in it? Giving up soda, right? Like so many levels in America today to do that. So I think you can use those types of things as a jump start. But please remember, it's meant to be a jump start, not a finished product. And that, my dear lively ladies in the making, is why we practice energized eating. Just make it clean and simple for yourself, right? Make a step forward. Look at the recipes. Stop adding in the extra, right? Just look at those spaces where you can make little changes that become your new eating plan. And that's simple. The debate over what forms of sugar and how much and all that gets real complicated. Let me look at that from the expert level. Trust me, even I get glossy eyed after a while. Because I've listened to all the medical experts talk about weight loss and it's just like, oh my gosh, if you read this article, you'll see what I mean. 
It's like percentages of protein versus fats versus carbohydrates. And we need people to do that work. But what does that mean for you for real life? That's what I do for you guys. So listen, doors are open for just a few more days to join us in our November challenge. I have made some key decisions about the challenge. It's going to be changing when it comes back. This is our last challenge for the year because I want to make some, just some tweaks in it. So if you want to join us this month and get the support in December of not starting a diet, but starting energized eating and creating the holiday plan that literally will follow you through the holidays and will be there next year because it's not wild diet brain. And you can tweak it next year. It'd be so much further ahead by January. You got to get in this challenge and join us in the Lively Lady Club. The only way to join the Lively Lady Club at this point is through the challenge. So just click the link in the show notes. The doors are open. If you upgrade to VIP, you get all of the resources in five days. I highly recommend it. And at this point, it's free.